Welcome to Lionheart Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. It is a few days until Christmas, so it is busy time, crazy time, family time, shopping time. <laughs> but let's not forget to put God first and still be reading our words and and, and worshiping and praying because uh, he is the reason for the season. And even though we know, of course, Jesus was not literally born on Christmas Day, it is a great time to celebrate our Savior. So let's pray. We are going to be in James chapter 3 today. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that you would just give us insight and wisdom and knowledge into it. We just are so grateful that we have the word to, to read and to meditate on. In Jesus' name, amen. So James chapter 3. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we will receive a stricter judgment. Now, just that verse alone is scary for us that teach the word because um, we're held more accountable because we are trying to teach people the word of God. And if you say something wrong or if you're being purposefully wrong or anything like that, it is kind of a scary scripture, but something really important to keep in mind if you are teaching the word of God. Okay, so continue to, for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, also able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. So there's so much in those three verses. Um, we all know, I think, that words are extremely powerful. And I don't know about you, but like, there are things that I know people have told me from when I was younger that I still have in my head. And it's not that you're holding on forgiveness against people. It's not that maybe even those things make you sad, but you they're there. You, they stick in your head because, because our tongue is so powerful. And the words that we say really just like almost engrave into us. And it's so important to speak life and to speak good things and holy things and righteous things and not to be speaking evil um, I actually just had this conversation with my daughter, um, today, not that it hasn't happened many other times, but today specifically because, uh, my older daughter, she is so sweet and so caring and so loving, but sometimes she just kind of blurts things out. And I always try to tell her like, listen, you got to be careful what you say. So for example, um, she has a younger sister, my younger daughter who is five and they like to argue and they like to fight. Um, and the older sister will say things that are just so hurtful sometimes to her. So today I had to tell her like, hey, you know, remember when you said something really mean to mommy and it was, this was a while ago and I won't share what it was, but she said something really mean to me like a couple years ago. And I said, that really hurt me. And even though I, I am not upset about it anymore and I'm not, you know, I don't hold on forgiveness, that is still in my head. And I said, just, just like the, in that way, when you say certain things to your sister, I said, that could stay with her forever. I said, and that's really, that's really sad and that's not good. And she apologized not only to me, but to her younger sister. Um, so we really have to, not only for ourselves, but also share with our children or, you know, whoever, you know, uh, family that our words are powerful and we really have to be careful with what we say because they, it's like it says, 
it it's it's completely drives the direction in which we're going and 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 how our life <laughs> plays out in a lot of ways and it we could see even further as it continues um so we're continuing five into six. See how great a forest a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So just in our tongue alone, there's so much sin. It's, it's so sad. It says the tongue is so set among our, mem- our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. I don't know how, any, how much more serious you can get with that. Um... So it's really sad because I also, I know a lot of believers too, and they talk so, it's so sad because they talk so horrible to their, to their spouses, um, or family members. And it just shouldn't be the case. You know, if we love, if we love Jesus, we should not be talking evil to the, to anybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's so detrimental. It's so harmful. Um, so I just really want to emphasize that. Um, okay, so what verse are we on here? Okay, so the tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire by hell. So verse 7, for every kind of beast and bird or of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. So that's just talking about how we've been able to tame different animals, even wild animals, right? You know, or at least we think we can. Um, but no man can tame the tongue. It is so hard to have self-control. You know, it's something that really needs a lot of prayer and work. You know, it's not it's not an easy thing, but we have to be able to try. We have to try to talk better. We have to try to talk in love. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. So, of course, this is just saying, like, you shouldn't be, like, you know, cursing out your spouse or family member and then going around and then, you know, singing praises to God, the, you know, within the same breath. You, it, it's, it doesn't, it's completely contradictory. It's opposite. And we can't be showing ourselves to be split in that way. We have to be fully living for God. And of course, we're not talking about being, you know, sinless and not messing up here or there. That happens, of course. But we really need to be growing in this kind of a thing. We have to be, we have to be controlling what we say and how we say things. So verse 13, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, above, but is uh, earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Okay, a few things in there. I, first of all, I love that last verse, but we'll go back to that. Um, uh, I, again, I particularly talk about this with one child but of mine, but if you are catching yourself in an argument, right, or, you know, yeah, you're fighting with somebody, you 
you definitely can see how it is the part that's arguing is is self-seeking you are being selfish at that time you are trying to get your point across your feelings it's it's usually a selfish motivation and there's going to be evil coming out of that when we are putting ourselves above everybody else that's usually the case and where specifically we're talking about envy if you've ever seen somebody envious there's so much that comes along with that. You can see so many different sins kind of uh, flowing from that envy. Envy is, is it like it, the Bible says also, envy rots the bones. It just, it brings out wickedness. But then it goes on to say, that, but the wisdom that, that is above, like when we are being wise, when we are, we are putting God first and we're using wisdom that comes from God, we see that things are being done in purity, in peace, in gentleness, and I love this last verse. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. When you are trying to bear that fruit, the fruit of righteousness, the the the, the gifts of the spirit, right? The fruit of the spirit, I should say. You can tell, wow, the peace of God that comes when you are trying to do that. When you are when you are trying to bear fruit. When you are trying to live your life in that way, when you were trying to use godly wisdom, when you were trying to sow peace, when you were trying to be gentle, when you're trying to be full of mercy, not showing partiality to people, your peace is there and your peace is priceless. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So I want to just, you know, sum this up in that we need to control our tongues, we need to control the things that we say, and we also need to control our motivation. Are we self-seeking? Are we envious? You know, or or are we trying to be peaceable? Are we trying to be righteous? We have to we have to be aware of where our hearts are at and what what our motivations are, and you know, and that will greatly help because you know God wants us to be aware and not just kind of. Um, aloof, you know, like <laughs> kind of just letting things wing it, you know, like just winging it. We should definitely be always examining our hearts, examining our motivations, examining ourselves daily so that we can become more like Jesus. I hope that this um, chapter helped. It definitely helps me. Um, I need to be more aware of my words sometimes for sure. Um, and just being slow to speak like we talked about in the past chapter. Um and using wisdom when I speak. So God bless you all. Again, please feel free to free to reach out to me. I had somebody reach out to me an email, which was awesome. Um, but I would love to get emails to you know just to share your thoughts and comments either on the chapter or the podcast, and um, also like where you're where you're from because I'm seeing that I have a lot of followers in Belgium, which is really cool, <laughs> and um, also. Uh, some in um, Kansas, I believe it is. So anyway, just feel free to reach out to me. God bless you guys.